Okay, and we're live. So today we've got a great guest. It's Aaron Coffin. So Aaron, why don't you take a quick second and tell us a bit about yourself and why you're here? Sure. Uh, Ryan, you know, uh, my story is I'm a, I'm a former real estate agent, um, sold full-time with Keller Williams, and then, uh, you know, back in 05, became so inspired by Keller Williams and its value proposition and uh, profit sharing that I decided to make my one thing uh, growing Keller Williams and had a lot of success doing that. Now I've I've shifted more into into training and teaching Keller Williams associates on how to do the same thing. Okay, great. So for you, you're American. It's niche for you or niche? Um, I think niche would be okay. what I would feel more comfortable using. Sure. Okay. All right. So your niche is <laughs> is recruiting and growing your profit share. So yeah, for and the also in training Keller Williams agents on, on how to do the same. Okay. So. so for the people who don't know, maybe or may not have heard about the Keller Williams profit share and the recruiting, can you tell a bit about tell us a bit about that? Yeah, Ryan. Um, you know, Keller Williams is uh, is a, diff- a different kind of real estate company in the sense that you know we we treat our agents like stakeholders, and we don't just share our profits with our agents. We also uh, open our books to them, empower them to make decisions, and you know, profit sharing is basically tied to who is responsible for growing the company. And if you are company and they contribute to the profitability of your market center, you are rewarded financially for that. And you know, the great thing about profit share is that it's passive income, and uh, you know, you, you keep it for the rest of your life. So uh, it's not about the money. I think a lot of us who are Keller Williams agents don't come here for profit share. Uh, but what better way to, you know, uh, retain your agents and create agent loyal your company, and now they're financially invested in the success of your company. So, um, you know, profit share is a great way to retain agents and also reward them for growing your company as well. Yeah, I know. Like when I joined Keller Williams, I joined uh, just over three years ago, and it, for yep. me, it wasn't about the profit sharing, but it's definitely a exactly. perk, and it's also. Yep gives you something to separate yourselves and separate our companies from other companies. Now, there are other companies who do or tried to mimic and copy what Keller Williams is doing, but we basically own the market on the profit share model. Well, exactly. And Ryan, you know, the key to Keller Williams, not to make this into a Keller Williams recruiting uh, session, but, you know, when what makes Keller Williams different is that everything's tied to profitability. And, you know, anybody who's a Keller Williams associate um, will tell you that it's our culture of sharing that's really the greatest benefit of, of being here as an agent. And so the profit sharing money is, is wonderful. It's great. It's a great way to build quality of life. It's a great retirement plan. But at the end of the day, it's what binds us together as agents in an industry that, you know, has historically always been dog eat dog. Now you have a real estate company where there's a real incentive uh, for agents to share ideas and mastermind with each other, et cetera. So for you, when you were selling real estate, how long were you actually selling real estate for? For before you I actually sold kinda... for six years. For okay. Six years. Uh, I was previously with uh, Caldwell Banker, came to Keller Williams, sold for four years, uh, full time, and then uh, you know I became so inspired by Keller Williams, and and that is a business opportunity that I stopped selling real estate and focused a hundred percent on that. Okay. So what happened for you? What change happened, or what shift happened that made you yeah. want to do that? Well, Ryan, you know, I always I always tell people I'm, I'm what you call a natural-born salesman who um, always hated selling. And <laughs> that's a very difficult dynamic to live with. But, you know, basically, you know, I came out of college, sociology degree, qualified for, you know, two career paths, either be a social worker 
um, or get into real estate, and, I mean, or, or get into sales. And so I was in sales for, you know, about eight years after college. And, you know, I, I wasn't really successful because I kept bouncing around from sales job to sales job. And what I came to realize was that it wasn't that I wasn't good at sales. It was that I never found a product or a service that I really believed in, that right. I was passionate enough to work as hard as I needed it to work uh, to really break through and be successful. Now, that ultimately is what attracted me into real estate is that in real estate, you know, the agent is the product. And right. if you're really committed to being a great agent and you operate with a high level of integrity, you've got great customer service, you know, there's a sense of being genuine uh, in what you do for a living. And so I was a good agent. I believed in myself as a product. But, you know, the tipping point in my life is when I said, you know what, product and the wealth building opportunity of profit share than I ever did as myself as a real estate agent. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. All right? But <laughs> the reality is, is that that's what I've always been looking for, is a product or a service that I truly believed in enough to make me work as hard as I needed to work every day uh, to be successful. And I know, Ryan, you believe the same thing, which is when you hear these top producers or any of these people that are succeed on a high level, the one thing you always hear is that, you know, they're – they're the most consistent and the most persistent yep. people. And what allows them to be successful is that they're passionate about what they do. They have a big why that, you know, gets them through every day and doing the things that they need to do. And that's really what I needed in my life was I needed something that I believed in enough to make me really achieve my potential. Yep. And I find, again, why we started this podcast was because yep. there's a lot of agents out there who – they get into it. They're they're interested by the industry, and sure. they don't know where to go with it. And I've always said that's why I started it. Is if you can find a niche, find something you're good at, find something you're interested in, or find something you want to pursue, you can take right. it farther and go deeper with it and make more money. If you just Absolutely. do the, the the general basic things, you may lose interest in it. You may not be as dedicated to it, and you may not uh, hit those high levels. Or there's a lot of agents who will hit those high levels, but they hate their life and they hate their what they're doing. They well, exactly. hate their job. And you know, you if you don't love what you do, it's really hard to to be successful. Um, and I think that's where people have to really understand that if you don't love what you do for a living, if you're not passionate about it, you know, if you're not passionate about a relationship you're in, you know, end it and and move on with your life. Yeah. The sooner you do, the sooner you're going to find something that really uh, clicks with you and motivates you, you know? Yeah. So for you, how long did it take you to make that shift from not selling real estate and then making this a full-time gig to getting out there and doing training and speaking? Like, what was that, what did that look like for you? You still there, Ryan? Yep. Are you there? Uh, I'm sorry, you cut off at oh, the end there. Yeah, oh, sorry off. about that. Uh, rephrase that, uh, rephrase the question. So for, for you, obviously you made that change from selling real estate and then shifting into the training and recruiting. Yeah. What, what did that transition look like sure. for you? Like what was the time frame and how did that happen? Yeah. Nothing guy. I always have been, always will be. And so that, uh, that shift basically happened, uh, immediately, you know, um, the second I decided I wanted to go all in on this business of profit share, um, I stopped selling real estate okay. and, you know, now look, was that the smartest thing to do? Probably not. You know, should I've been should I've been selling real estate, you know, selling homes on the side? Absolutely. But the reality is, if I had, um, I might not have put myself in a situation where 
I I felt that pressure right. to to get my myself out of that corner that I put myself into. Although that's just the way that I work, yep. you know. Um, you know, so when the, the day that I said, okay, I'm going all in on this, you know, I basically had sold. You know, I, I realized I had sold my last house, and I focused 110 percent on trying to make this new venture uh, a success. And you know, um, you know, life would have been a lot easier if I was selling more houses on the side. But the reality is, I probably wouldn't be where I am today yep. if I hadn't gone all in and at that moment. And that's if, if you took a year of selling real estate. And not doing that, it, that probably wouldn't have taken a year off of your of your uh, right. your thing. It would have taken two years off because now you're well, exactly. you don't have that concentrated effort being put into those beginning stages. Well, and Ryan, you know, I mean, I mean, a huge part of what I do also outside of you know building wealth through profit share and, and trading Keller Williams agents to do the same is, you know, I'm a consultant for people coming into the industry, yeah. and you know, I I take a lot of pride in trying to educate these people. You know, I always say that I want to have a conversation with these new agents that I wish somebody had had with me when I came out of licensing school. And, you know, when somebody tells me they want all these great things that a real estate career can provide, but they're not willing to jump in with both feet, you know, I have to stop them and say, look, you know, you're not going to be able to ever break through in this industry unless you have a full-time mentality. Now, look, if you need to maintain another job to support your family, that's great. Okay. I waited tables six nights a week, my first two years in the business. Okay. But I did it at night and I did it on the weekend so I could participate in the training and the education and be available to my clients. So you can't dip your toe, especially into a real estate career in this market and think that you're ever going to break through. Okay. So it's the same thing with, with, with the decision process that I went through, which was, you know, I was the first guy uh, the first agent or associate at Keller Williams to say, hey, I want to go all in on profit share. I felt like there was this window of opportunity where I would be the only person doing this until right. other people found out what I was doing. <laughs> and so I realized, you know what, I better take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah. So by going all in, I have no regrets, yeah. you know, looking back. And, and we've talked about it before, and you said there are people who have tried to do it, but they don't have the commitment yeah. because they they still have their foot in one in right. one water and the other and the other, and they they're not exactly. making that full commitment, and that's what it's separated you. So yeah, exactly, it's a crutch for sure. So for you, um, you do training and you do coaching. So can you yeah. walk us through kind of what what happens in your training classes and what you do and what kind of stuff you talk about? Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, so for 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 many years, for the first five or five years of what I was doing, my focus was 100% on attracting agents to Keller Williams. That was what we call a KW, my 20%, you know, and so my focus was recruiting. um, And then, you know, we're part of this amazing company at Keller Williams, where if you do something innovative and out of the box, and you do it with the right integrity and the right intentions, next thing you know, you can start almost building a business around that talent. And so, I was, you know, I was getting a lot of acknowledgement through the company for my successes in recruiting, and then people started reaching out to me and wanting to find out, you know, how I was doing what I was doing. And you know, I, I consider myself a, you know, a, a big culture guy at Keller Williams. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, I, you know, that culture of sharing, I believe, is our greatest uh, value proposition. And if you don't live it, it's hard to kind of communicate that and believe in what you're talking about. Yeah. So. You know, naturally, I started sharing my ideas, and then I realized, wow, you know, if I would just take all these ideas and put them into a class, 
you know what, maybe people will start paying me for this class. And so, you know, and that took many years, you know, many years of me developing a class, teaching it for free here in Atlanta at almost every office at Keller Williams. And, you know, just taking a very purposeful approach to, to branding myself through social media, you know, the, the name of my coaching and training is called the KW Effect. And so became very purposeful about branding my, my teaching and coaching um, uh, brand. And all of a sudden people started asking me, hey, would I be willing to drive to Nashville? Would I be willing to drive to, to Memphis? Would I be willing to fly to, to New Hampshire and to California? And so next thing you know, you know, I'm teaching 40, 50 classes, you know, around the country, around this company a year. Um, and I'm also coaching people individually. But, you know, it really, it was, it was just like being a real estate agent, Ryan. I mean, you can't just, one, snap your finger and snap your fingers and expect everybody to think about you yeah. when they have a real estate need, okay? It's about, it's about providing value. It's about coming from the mindset of contribution. It's about being consistent and persistent. And anybody that's followed me through social media over the last five or six years knows that, you know, every day I wake up and I try to think of something to say that provides value. Yeah. And if, if you're consistent with that and you define your niche, and obviously I have a very defined niche, Keller Williams, I'm the profit share guy, you know, this is what I do, but... If you're consistent with that and you're coming from the mindset of contribution, eventually everybody thinks about you yep. when they want somebody to come teach or inspire their agents to recruit. Yep. And so it was just a very purposeful approach and also a willingness to give back and say, you know what, I've been given this amazing opportunity in this company to build an incredible amount of wealth for me and my family. You know, not only do I want to give back and share, I have a huge investment in this company now. And so, you know, not only do I want to share and give back because that's the right thing to do, you know, now I also feel like I have ownership in Keller Williams and I've never been really good at keeping my mouth shut. You know? <laughs> and so I, I don't sit on the sidelines well when I see something that's broke, I want to, I, I offer a solution, you know, and yeah. I know that Keller Williams agents, if they, if they were just empowered with an understanding of Keller Williams and how to communicate it, they might actually get into more conversations with people about it. So, you know, that's the product of being the son of a Jewish mother who's also <laughs> a psychologist, okay, is that, you know, communication's not a skill that you have a, an option to, to, to develop. And so that's been my, my greatest strength and also my persistence and consistency and also the the actual genuine, genuine belief that I I believe in what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it, and anybody who's followed you knows that and you can see that you're not just posting things online for the sake of posting things. Right. There's there's right. conviction behind it and there's a wholeheartedness Absolutely. behind that and and you know you you believe every word of it and that comes through and that's that's powerful yeah. and important. I mean, look, when you're when you're a great real estate agent Okay, and you're committed to being, you know, to education and training and becoming the local, you know, real estate expert, and you operate with a high level of integrity, and you've got great customer service, and you know that people would be lucky to work with you. That that creates an amazing amount of confidence and passion for what you do for a living. When you know that you are helping people, and you actually believe in this product, that you are basically referring to people. You know, that, that's, that's a powerful combination. Yep. 
Well, for the listeners, they may not know, you actually were kind of helping me when I actually got started this. You gave me some ideas. Yep. We, we chatted for a while there, and you helped give me some direction and point me in the right direction and also let me know that I was on the right track because sure. when, you're, when you're kind of getting started, like something like this, any kind of thing that's outside the box or different, you yep. don't know if you're doing the right things. And I reached out to you because I saw you were kind of in the same direction not in the same direction, but in parallel with what I was kind of doing. And uh, you, you definitely helped me and, and gave me some motivation. And so I do appreciate that. <laughs> so the listeners should appreciate that as well. And look, you know, I wouldn't be here if there weren't people that came before me, yeah. you know, that uh, were trailblazers or, you know, were doing things. I mean, look, one of the reasons I launched a website in 2005 was that there was a real tech-savvy agent in my market center that was way ahead of the curve mm-hmm. on Internet lead generation. And... You know, our synergy and his willingness to share with me, I mean, really laid the foundation for the path that I was going to take. So, I mean, it's all about paying it forward, man. You know, I mean, you know, karma is is, is an amazing thing. You know, it's always, and it's also, you know, Ryan, you know, sometimes it's tough to to constantly give and not receive. Sometimes you question, hey, you know, am I... You know, I'm not getting anything for what I'm doing. And my wife would always say, you're telling everybody your secret. Stop telling everybody your secret. <laughs> but at the end of the day, Brian, first of all, we all know that most people, you can tell them everything you do. Most of them are not going to do it yep. in the first place. Yep. And if they do, they're probably not going to do it six months from now. Yep. So um, the reality is, is that, you know, if I, you know, when I go teach my class, I'm hoping at the end of the day, if I'm teaching in front of 100 people in a market center, if I can can truly impact two or three of those people, then I've earned my paycheck that day. Yep, you know? made a difference. I was just, I was just talking to a group on Monday, and I said yeah. the thing with giving back. A lot of people they expect to plant a seed or or give back, and they expect to get back from where they planted. And I said, when you give back, you can't expect to give back from where you gave. I said, you may give over right. here, and then you get back from over here, and you may get back from yep. over here. So when people go in giving, expecting to give back or get back from where they gave, yeah. you can't expect that. It, you, you just know it's going to come back, and it will come back in different ways, ways you didn't expect, and you just got to keep giving Absolutely. knowing that. Well, and you know what we teach at this company, Ryan. If you want to master something, you teach it. Yep. And the more times I teach my class, the more I coach people, the more I master the content. You know, myself, the more I learn new things and new ways to say what, you know, what I've been saying. So, um, you know, to get something back, whether it's tangible or not, the fact is, you know, you get the master, you know, the content that that people are asking you about. Which is why I started this podcast. So, selfish as it is, (laughs) I did it to, to help grow myself and get better at it as well. So, I want to talk about the coaching. So, you do coaching as well. So, can you... Talk a bit about that and what you do with the coaching. Sure, sure. I mean, you know, so when I was building up my, my teaching, you know, my clients were were market centers of Keller Williams. And so I had to wait for people to say, hey, we want to pay you to come to our office to teach a class. And so I started to realize, well, you know, I'm really big on social media, you know, and I'm, and I'm highly connected within the Keller Williams network. Maybe I should start sort of bypassing that you know, market center and go directly to the agents. Yep. And so, you know, um, I basically, as another way to to generate revenue and, and to build my brand, I started basically offering my my class in a, in a one-on-one coaching call. And so, you know, whether it's via the phone or whether it's Skype or, or Google Hangouts, 
Um, you know, basically what I'll do is I'll teach somebody one-on-one my class, and you know, it would be just like me sitting in a room with you, basically teaching you the same class that would basically teach a room of 100 people. And then when that phone call's over, you know, we basically talk, you know, how do we implement these ideas? We maybe talk a little internet lead generation, but, you know, I to uh, charge them for a second coaching call because I kind of leave it all on the table on the first one. Right. I need to learn how to maybe not tell them everything <laughs> at first, but the reality is, you know, one of the things that kind of is always, I don't know, I don't know if annoyed is the right word, but, you know, coaching, a lot of coaching specifically in real estate industry, you know, it's, hey, here's our coaching product. Now you need the super-duper coaching product after you pay for that one. Yeah. And then when you take the second one, you're not going to be there unless you take the ultra new and improved yeah. version of it. Yeah. So for me, I'm kind of like, look, let me tell you everything I've learned, all right? Whether you go out and do it, that's up to you. You know, I'm not yet at a point in my coaching where I'm getting into accountability. Right. I mean, if somebody wants to pay me money to hold them accountable, I'd be more than happy <laughs> to take that money, yeah. okay? Yeah. But the reality is, Ryan, my value is in the scripts and the dialogues that I've learned um, in, ha- in in recruiting as many people to Keller Williams. Yep. So what I do is I say, look, you pay me 200 bucks. I have a three-hour phone call with you one-on-one. And, hey, do you want to talk you know, about Internet lead generation for the three hours? That's great. Okay, But personally, I think if I can just tell you everything that I've learned um, and then you and I can talk about how to implement that, you get your best bang for the buck. Yep. All right. But it basically was me kind of rebranding my class into a coaching call. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, so the things that they're learning in these classes or coaching, if they're not with Keller Williams, is that transferable to someone who's thinking about growing a team or growing their office? I mean, it's, I mean, certainly my coaching call would not be something that someone at another real estate company would want to pay me for. Okay. okay? Yep. Um, you know, so this is specifically, you know, my niche, my one thing is attracting agents to Keller Williams and inspiring Keller Williams agents to do the same. Okay. So um, I certainly could share my recruiting script with people at other real estate companies, but the problem is if you're not Keller Williams, uh, you can't really back up what I'm talking <laughs> exactly. about, you know. So, um so basically the value to an agent is, look, I mean, here's what it all comes down to, Ryan, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying about believing in the product, okay, that you're selling, is that, you know, when Keller Williams agents truly understand how to have a conversation with other agents about Keller Williams and understand why Keller Williams is the best company, then they, they in a conversation, uh, when they're talking about a product that they are referring to somebody they respect. And so basically the value of my call is to give them, is, is to empower them with, a, with, the, with an understanding of the product. Right. And, and, and the best thing about Keller Williams, for those of us that are here and believe it, is this is the best product yeah. for agents that are serious about running a real estate business. Yeah. And when you believe that and you believe that you're helping people by introducing them to this company – um, and the profit share money is just an effect of that, yeah. you know, yeah, for sure. So there's a great, there's a great, there's a great concept, you know, for your, for your listeners to, you know, to check out. And that's, 
uh, a 15-minute video on YouTube on the TED Network by a guy named Simon Sinek called The Golden Circle, uh, which is probably one of the most popular TED Talk videos out there. But Simon Sinek wrote a book called Start With Why, and basically the idea is people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And a lot of Keller Williams agents are only equipped with the what's of Keller Williams, which which are better here. We have the best training, we have the best technology, we have the best compensation, the best culture, but the reality is people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And if Keller Williams agents understood how to communicate the why, the what's would speak for themselves. So now for you, are you actively recruiting still then? Or are you just doing the training or what what are you doing with that? Well, actually, it's funny you say that because my wife has been telling me I need to get back on the phone, which (laughs) she is correct. I do need to get back on the phones. I have been enjoying the leverage in my business. And, and you know, Ryan, I I generate a a decent amount of leads still from my website. Um, I pass those leads off to people that I've brought into Keller Williams as if it was my real estate team. Right. but yeah, you know, I'm kind of the mad scientist who blogs, does my social media, posts my Craigslist ads, I generate the leads, I forward them to other people, and then I spend my time now traveling and teaching. Um, but the reality is I probably should get back on the phone soon. <laughs> it always comes back to going to the basics. In, in, well, right. in general, I mean, you, you that's stick to the, the basics. Number one lead gen- re- you know, that's the number one revenue-producing activity in my life, but sometimes that's not enough. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've, I've worked so hard for so long that I'm kind of enjoying not really working that hard. <laughs> at that, and I hope that's being received the right way. But the reality yeah. is quality of life is not just about making money. Yeah. It's about I'm enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, good. So for you, what would be a typical week or a month look like then? Yeah. Um, well, 90% of the time I'm in my pajamas, <laughs> okay? Um, and that's no joke. I mean, I wake up in the morning, you know, early. Uh, I am not one of those people yet who works out in the morning, um, but I get up, I drink some coffee, um, I listen, I put my headset on, I usually listen to some music to get going in the morning, and then I'm you know, probably starting, you know, writing a blog, posting my Craigslist, doing my social media, and, um, you know, that's, that's basically a day when I'm in Atlanta. Now, I'm also, you know, I, I have classes booked that I've booked around the country and I'm trying to book more classes uh, while I'm in certain areas. So that's the other thing that I'm doing is trying to to book more of my classes. But, you know, the reality is, um, you know, I, I, you know, pretty much, you know, like the MRA book, I mean, I'm doing most of my lead generation in the morning from, you know, from eight to to 12. After that, it's all gravy. I mean, look, I might even go out in the yard and do some yard work, you know, um, I'm not I'm not one of those people that, you know, needs to squeeze every living, you know, drop of uh, efficiency out of my day, you know, these days. You know, and that's the beautiful thing about profit share and leverage of passive income is that, you know, this is why I work so hard is that I want to not work so hard, exactly. you know. And so, you know, I'll look, I, I do my work. I'm very consistent. I'm passionate about what I'm doing, but I'm also, um, you know, I – I, um, I, I'm not, you know, scheduling out every second of my day, you know? And the thing, you, you put your time in and you've, you've outlasted yeah. everyone else who's tried to do anything like that and you've made it through those hurdles and you deserve to do that. So I, so kudos to you for doing that because most people don't even get to right, that. I could so. be making a lot more money. I mean, my wife, my wife reminds me of that, but the reality <laughs> is, 
you know, um, one of the, and, and Ryan, the other side of this equation is that, you know, I really, um, uh, about, you know, four or five years ago when the market really shifted, um, I really held myself accountable to not spending any more money on internet lead generation. I mean, there was a time when I was doing this seven, eight years ago where every day I had 50, you know, new inquiries coming to my website wow. and I was the only guy working these leads. Yeah. And I was doing six to eight hour long phone calls a day and responding to 50 emails. And I did that for three, four years. Now, I stopped spending money focused on blogging, organic traffic to my website. You know, the result is I don't generate as much as many leads as I did before, but I'm also netting a lot more yeah, money. Exactly. And so for me, you know, that's where I'm enjoying sort of the downtime a little bit yeah. is, you know, I could be a lot busier if I wanted to spend a lot more money, yeah. you know, but right now I don't really feel like it. I kind of want to, I like this, this place that I'm in right now, which is, you know, I'm a blogger, I'm doing social media, I generate enough leads, I'm teaching, I'm coaching, you know, I'm enjoying it. You know what I mean? And the the purpose of business is to fund the perfect life. You're you found it out. You found exactly. what you want to do. You you're kind of found that sweet spot of you know what okay. you need. You got the money yep. coming in, and, and you're enjoying doing that, and you're passionate about it. So okay, so I want to wrap up quickly. So if you can share, I'm I'm, I'm bold. I'm bold enough to say that like I don't need to work. Okay, <laughs> I'm not one of those people that needs to work. I'm not one of those people that needs to constantly be making more and more money. Yeah. You know, if I'm making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year without having to work, I would be just as happy walking on the beach collecting seashells <laughs> that, as I would, you know, speaking at Mega yeah. Camp. I mean, I'm just telling you that, I, like you said, I'm trying to fund the, you know, my perfect yeah. life. And my perfect life is a life without any stress yeah. and a life of living. And look, of course I want to inspire and teach and train and all that good stuff, but, you know, I'm enjoying the moment, yeah. you know? Yeah. I've always had the uh, saying that I've said I my goal is to be work B and B where I can work from bed or work from a beach. So if I can work from a bed exactly. or work from a beach, I'm happy. So whatever I'm right. doing, that's that's my goal in the long term. So oh yeah, absolutely. And Ryan, just to take it a step further. I mean, I have this beautiful wife who is an incredible wedding photographer. You know, I mean, our goal is we're going to move to the Virgin Islands. She's going to be a destination photographer. I can coach, teach, recruit anywhere. You know, um, and that's kind of the life we're trying to build right now, which is we're trying to, you know, build up enough momentum that we can we can do that. You know, and to be able to live in the Virgin Islands, and and whether it's opening up a Keller Williams UVI or just being doing what I'm doing, that's the vision we have. That's our big why, and that's that drives everything you do. So, which is good. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So we'll wrap up quickly. So if you can share just a good takeaway, some. A golden nugget of information for our listeners if they're interested in, in learning about profit sharing or just following their passion. Can you share just a good insight for people? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Ryan, look, at the end of the day, um, I'm just not somebody that's ever been able to fake it, you know, to myself. I think, I think my life up until, you know, a couple of years ago was more about knowing more about what I didn't want in my life right. than what I did want in my life. And I think a lot of people kind of are in that mentality, you know, whether it's in, you know, you get into relationships and you realize that hey, this is not going anywhere. I need to get out of it and move on to another one. You know, I think people have to be honest with themselves. I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, you got to be 
strengths, these are my weaknesses. I know that if I don't love what I do, if I don't, you know, want to get out of the shower in the morning and go to work, if I don't want to jump out of bed and I'm excited about my day, I don't care how talented you are. You're not going to probably be successful, and if you are, you're probably going to be miserable, you know? So if, if there's anything that I try to teach people is, you know, without inspiration, without passion, you got nothing. And you know, look, I am classic ADD. I'm the poster <laughs> boy for ADD, okay? And I'll just tell you, all these people that want to put their kids on, on ADD medicine, you know, I mean, here's the deal. There is no magic pill out there that's going to be a substitute for yep. passion and for inspiration. And I am so glad that I am, was never on medication. I mean, I tried Ritalin once when I was younger. But the fact is, where I derive my creativity and my imagination is the same place where my attention deficit lives, okay? Um, so there's an ADD part of me, but there's also an OCD part of me, okay? And what happens is when you're not inspired by what you do uh, and you're ADD, you have no structure, you know, that, that, that's going to get you to do the work that you need to do every day. But on the flip side, if you're somebody that's ADD and you are just passionate about what you do, there's nothing that can stop you. Okay, now I know I didn't mean to turn this into an ADD <laughs> session here, but the point is everybody's got a level of ADD in them. I think they all can yeah. agree. And ultimately, whether you call it ADD or whether you call it laziness or whether you call it a lack of inspiration or a lack of passion, the bottom line is if you're not inspired by what you do, if you don't have what we call a Keller Williams, a big enough why, you better start there, okay? Because if you don't have that, nothing else matters in what you do, okay? And so, you know, this is not about profit share. It's not about Keller Williams. It's about, look, this, I was a guy up until about age 32, 33 that was living a fairly mediocre life. You know, I was a high potential guy. I had all this great potential, but I never seemed to achieve my potential yeah. until I found something that I actually believed in. And that's the, I mean, that's, that's it. That's all I got for people is that, look, if you don't believe in what you're doing, whether it be the wealth building opportunity, the quality of life building opportunity for you and your family, or just the product service that you're selling. We don't believe in that stuff. Find that you do believe in. Yeah. And that's exactly why I started this podcast for the same thing. Like for me, it was, I found that passion. Yeah. I found something I was kind of tired of doing the same old, same old. And I found something and I just went deep with it and yeah. it drives me. I love it. It just, I'm, I have a, pep in my step I just I it's something I'm passionate yeah. about and anybody who knows me and knows when I talk about it they see my elevation my my energy levels just elevate and they know that's something yeah. that drives me and it, it's amazing what that does when you can well, find that well Ryan you know one of the things that always inspires me is that when I watch these uh, you know I hear these top agents at Keller Williams that are I mean are literally like icon business icons that are doing business that you and I can't even, you know, fathom people like Ben Kinney and, you know, other, other people. And we're just like, oh, my God, these guys are like, you know, they're like rock yeah. stars. And then you start to hear them talk and you realize that they're no smarter than anybody else. I mean, they probably are to some yeah. degree, but they're not. What they are is they're consistent yeah. and they're persistent. Yeah. I mean, the most successful people that I keep hearing, I don't care to what degree that they've built their businesses. When you need to do every day because that's what separates them from everybody else, is that everybody else either gives up or they're not time blocking their lead generation every day or they're not being purposeful about what they do. And it's these people 
that are simply find something that works, are, are passionate about what they do, and they do it every day. And I think that's the message that I try to communicate in my class is that, you know, I'm just this guy that was inspired by this one thing enough to do it every day to achieve these amazing, you know, results. And I want people to understand that I'm not any smarter than anybody else, okay? I just did it, and I did it every day, and I continue to do it every day because I actually enjoy it, and I believe that I'm helping people. And that's what I'm trying to get back to here, Ryan, is that you've got to have that foundation of passion and inspiration before you start layering things on top of it. Oh, I appreciate that. That's great insight for the listener because if they are questioning their niche or what they want to do, that just hits home with exactly what they need to be looking into. So I do appreciate that. So for the listeners, if they want to check out what you're doing, what you're up to, what's the best way for people to connect with you and see what you're up to? Sure. Well, I'm I'm very big on social media. So on Facebook, they can look up my my address. I'm facebook.com backslash A Kaufman one. So that's A-K-A-U-F-M-A-N, the number one. Uh, On Twitter, I'm at KW Careers. And then I have an amazing, what I think, real estate training and education blog that I've worked on for the last seven, eight years. And the website there is moving-careers.com backslash blog. So moving-careers.com backslash blog. And uh, you can find me anywhere there. You can reach out to me anytime. I'd be more than happy not just to talk about Keller Williams, but to just share my personal, you know, story and, 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 and thoughts to help in any way that I can. And I can attest to that because that's how we connected. So yeah. I do appreciate you being on the show. It's great information for the for the listeners. So right. we're really it's awesome to hear your passion and to know you have those convictions behind you. And hopefully that, that will carry over to the listeners and they'll help find their passion or reignite it if they haven't or if they've lost it. So we, we do appreciate you being on the show. Exactly. And just, and just trust your instincts. You know what I mean? When something doesn't feel right, it's probably not right, you know? Um, so thanks, Ryan, for the opportunity. Love sharing and look forward to watching your, uh, your coaching grow. All right? Thank you very much.